<laughs> he looks like he owns a smoke shop with a with the signage on the front is made out of plywood and it's spray painted on the logo. You know? <laughs> like on the corner of like a three front strip mall and it's like a laundry mat and then like a shop yes never open for sure and it and it has the word vape in the smoke shop (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it's like joe's vape and smoke yeah it's (laughs) right it's right next to a dunkin donuts it's like no dunkin donuts is like too classy but the name is like like chico chico vape and clouds like something so lame but like perfect you know (laughs) or just clouds yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) speaking of up and fucking smoke yeah i mean fuck man are we you know what i what's I don't know. I saw the rundown. And I was like, do we really have to fucking talk about this? That was do. days do. ago. I, I know that you guys are in a tough place right now. I really do. Trust me. Wait, it's taking pause, me. It's, no, no. Pause. Hold on. Let me get this out. It's taking me a lot of energy to not come down your guys' road right now. That's what she said. <laughs> and be that fan against the 49ers. It is was out of your control. You literally did not have a quarterback that could throw it more than three yards. Your defense really got manhandled by that offensive line. And your defense was too undisciplined once that quarterback injury happened. Over. Like, you you guys don't have to... Like, of all cases, this is essentially the best way to lose because you have everything in your fandom still to say that we are that team we just couldn't play because of nfl football on that given sunday i have to be honest with you john i didn't hear one word you said because all i am looking at right now is that stupid fucking hat (laughs) three dollars all i does it look like a three dollar hat All, all I can look at is that stupid fucking grin on his face. Yes, I yeah, know, that too. I know all this, like, I stopped listening before I even started listening. And he, <laughs> what, what I know about John is that deep down inside, like, this has actually been one of the greatest, like, 10 days for him in a long time. Like, he gets to watch all his friends melt, right? And he doesn't right. even have to troll. Like, like, the absolute and utter collapse of the Niners in and it, of itself was the troll job it didn't need any of john's words and then and then he gets the hire that he's been wanting all off season in sean payton and it's like it's just it's it's this beautiful little like nest of troll christmas for him i i mean i'm not really that much of a troll i really am not you might have thought i was you thought might have thought i was being a little bit of a troll when I said the Broncos will win a Super Bowl before the 49ers, and now it's really starting to bug you guys because it's in play. Sean Payton, let's ride. Okay, let's relax on that. Right, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was, that was being a troll. I'm sorry. For, like said, yes, like that was a perfect example. And for the audio-only audience, um, John's wearing a hat that says mental vacation, and it absolutely looks like a $3 hat he bought at a thrift store. Um, and it's just bothering me. Yeah, listen... <laughs> AB, you and I both said that we were happy with the Niners season. The development of Brock Purdy was, um, it was obviously no one saw that coming and it was awesome to watch. So no matter what, I was going to be happy with how the season goes. It's just that game sucked. It would have been great to see what would have happened if we had a quarterback. Um, I didn't love the direction it was headed before Brock got hurt, but I mean, they probably kick a field goal on that first drive if they turn or they look or no, they wouldn't on that fourth and three when Devonta Smith dropped the ball. That was the game right there. I felt before Brock Purdy getting hit, uh, injured, allowing uh, a touchdown on the opening drive on a call on a play that shouldn't have happened. That that was kind of the game. And I you knew what direction it was going from there. And shortly after that, I stopped watching football for the rest of the day. So <laughs> when, when did you when did you actually turn it off? When I actually turned it off, uh, 
I think early third quarter, I yeah, early third quarter, I stopped paying attention shortly after Josh Johnson fumbled that snap. I was kind of out. Um, and then, yeah, early third quarter. I don't, there wasn't a particular play. It was just like, I don't need to do this to myself. I'm not at this, at this stage of my life. One thing I've realized is sometimes you just got to walk away, man. Sometimes you just got to walk away. It's better for my mental health, you know, and it doesn't make sense to just sit there in agony for another hour and a half. That's dumb. (laughs) I could get that time back and take a nap. Man, I I wish, I wish you and Aaron would have sat down and watched a game together this year. Because you guys are the exact same fans where it's just it's just I'm on I'm on eggshells every time I'm around you guys when you guys watch your teams because it's just like you don't know if you're going to throw a vase at me or like if you're just going to punch the TV or like like you took the high road this week or last week. Yeah, you got up and you walked out, but you guys are the same type of fan when you watch a game and it would be very impressive to watch a game with you guys we will definitely do that next season i i would almost the one word i would describe me watching a game is almost carnal in a way where it's just like pure emotion i don't even know what's going on as far as turning off the game like i just came to this point where i looked at i looked at the tv i'm like wait that's not the team i've been watching for the last like 10 weeks i don't even that's not my team i i'm i I must have the wrong game on. And I just, I figured that I was watching like some other, like some other game that I didn't even, it wasn't regularly programmed. So I just turned it off and was waiting for the Niner game still. And then realized that, mm-hmm. that it wasn't coming. And that was actually what I witnessed was, was happening. And, and, and it is literally unreal what the, the luck, you know, and I do feel and like, I feel for Kyle Shanahan. Like I really do. Like he is such a talented coach and, the hands that he is dealt is uh, are they're unreal. They are truly un, unreal as far as in context to the rest of the league. And yeah, I mean, I don't know how you don't throw a flag there or even at least just call it a 90 second timeout to get a look at that play. You see Devontae running off. I understand everything he said. I get it. That's inexcusable to me. That needs to be looked at, whatever. And then I actually felt pretty decent. Jero, even on that drive, I was like, I really like what Bosa's doing and the edges are doing to Jalen. They're confusing. Yeah. They're going upfield and then they're and then they're stalling and almost doing this like bubble slide yeah. instead of yeah. going upfield. And you could see it was throwing them off. So I thought that like, okay, D'Amico's got this plan. Yeah. And I they're they're in there. And then obviously, you know, the whole sequence of events was like the butterfly effect. It was just like boom, 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 boom. And once they scored. Those the DNs came out r- gunning, dude. Absolutely gunning. And you know, Tyler Croft on a fucking chip block. Like, you gotta be kidding me, bro. You've got to be kidding me. That is yeah, that is not how you start the game. I'm sorry. Like I like I said, run it seven times. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think I think that that five man front that we talked about as far as for the Eagles really threw off or threw a wrench in Shanahan's kind of prep, right? Where you see with Croft, you see why is Josh Johnson comes in where they have Kittle, um, you know, in motion, kind of similar to that play where Purdy got hurt in motion, can't get to that edge rusher in time. Josh Johnson, you know, gets killed. I really thought, you know, they with Josh Johnson coming in, obviously it's your fourth stringer. It's a guy that wasn't on your roster two months ago. For him to come in and have that drive, I think he had a, maybe a three and out on his first his first appearance. But that next appearance drives down has that Christian McCaffrey like insane run. Yeah, and they tie it up seven seven. I never had I'm, I never had any hope with Josh Johnson in my life ever. I get that I get that, but with that with that touchdown, it kind of shows you okay maybe maybe Kyle can get over this hump as well, right? He can get over this hurdle as well. He has, they go down and score that 14. I thought when the game was over, it was when Josh Johnson on that next possession fumbled that snap. And they go into the half 21-7 instead of 14-7 or even potentially 14-10, 14-14, right? So I, I, that's when I really thought, you know, that game took a turn and, and, the defense and the, just the team in, in general was was kind of taken out of it. There was no belief in Josh Johnson. What you were talking about is the idea of football could happen, right? Right. Yeah. Football could happen. Something well, things could get weird. Right. And you have you have Chris McCaffrey. You have Debo. You have you have Shanahan, who is this play play yeah, designer and play call. Aside from all that, may keep you in it, right? I mean, the Eagles were playing with their food 
for most of yeah, that first aside half. From, aside from all that, that talent without a quarterback is really like it completely negated. What what I saw, the only hope I had was when that kick hit hit the wire and weird shit started to happen. They needed to change the chains. They right, had to stop right. the game. The crowd got stalled. I was screaming fucking muddy it up choppy it up make it weird get sloppy maybe brock can get some feeling back because at that point it was still looking like he might he was trying to throw on the sideline and so i'm still thinking okay if we can keep this close and we can get him back in the game maybe it's just a stinger maybe it's just something that that he'll get the feeling back and we're off and, and if we keep it close and then all of a sudden they realize that that they've been playing a perfect game and we've had everything go against us and yet it's still only seven seven fourteen seven I'm, I was feeling good at that point. It was the fumble to end the half, and yep. and then it was just like – and then what happens is, is you have – and as football players, we know this. If you're on one side of the ball, right, like defense, and you're giving it everything you've got every single play, and you're handling business, and your offense is over there smelling the fucking roses, like there's no love loss. I'm sorry. That whole rah-rah dynamic gets depleted real quick, and you're looking at the other side of the ball going, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you, you saw it in, in the defense and how undisciplined they were and all the penalties that they had. I mean, you, the okay, Eagles, the the Eagles what, absolutely garbage. Well, let's yeah. let's not play the blame game on the referees. That's that's a loser it mentality. So Come bad. on. Dude. I get that. I get I mean, like refs the, are gonna like refs the, are gonna miss calls. You okay, know that going yeah, into yeah. any football game. We were even we were even semi in it with a prayer on that when we stopped them on that and we made him punt and we got the we got the roughing the passer if anything that's running into the kicker but he was blocked in the back into the kicker yeah you yeah. know like shit that like was, that was just, definitely a questionable call and, and sure. if i'm kyle shanahan i'm looking at those guys so you got to give me a fucking chance here you've got to give me a chance here you know we're fighting this heavyweight fight with a an arm both arms tied behind our back you have to give me a chance and they just they weren't yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, well i mean with 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 that being said, obviously the news has has come out. You know, this has been four days. We're recording this on Wednesday, so obviously we we know that Purdy has a partially torn UCL. Uh, from all accounts, it says that he won't need Tommy John surgery, and they still have him on that six month timeline. For you guys as Niner fans, I want to pose the question. What do you what do you do this offseason as far as as your quarterback situation? We had obviously the news of Brady retiring today. I don't know if he what is. What does it retire. fucking matter? Because we're going to be on our fourth stringer by the time we get to the championship game again next year. <laughs> you so know who, what I mean? So like, who, so what you do is you do, get a new training staff, bro. Uh, well, like, <laughs> who, who do you think should be that third quarterback? Then obviously you're not getting rid of Trey. Obviously you're not getting rid of Purdy. Purdy might not be ready for next season he might not be ready for preseason definitely won't be ready for otas um i mean trey lance talking. trey lance is getting his boot off next week three to four weeks he'll be ready by otas are you guys cool with trey lance at the helm or do you guys go out and try to get a, a veteran quarterback for a year like what what do you guys think shanahan's next move is i think you're gonna roll with trey you know, I don't, I don't see the value in bringing in a high, uh, high-paid veteran quarterback. So all the talk about Tom Brady, like the three of us were talking about it today. I was fucking around, and then Tom Brady announces uh, shortly thereafter that he was retiring. Right. But Aaron Rodgers, all that, I think that's just a terrible idea. Um, right. Well, it, I mean, against the cap, that that would be that's what I'm saying. Idiotic for you guys, but yeah. there is. There is, you know, quarterbacks out there that won't cost you that much. So you don't have a Josh Johnson come NFC championship time, right? You have a, a Teddy Bridgewater, a Blaine Gabber. You have a Mitch Trubisky. You have guys like that that could do a one-year $10 million deal. I think, I think more than anything, we need to look at this whole, like, two-quarterback rule that was implemented a few years back that really hamstrings, you know, teams. Like, you, you, the fact that we're not allowed, you're not allowed to carry a third-string quarterback is wild. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's a big problem as far as the offseason goes. Like, I think you have to roll with Lance. If anything, you develop it. You try it. You hope that he starts off hot. Maybe even you see something that you like a little more than, I don't know, Brock or whatever. But you develop it as an asset, and then you have an ability maybe to move on from him. I also think, I mean, it's not the same somewhat, but, you know, the, the Saints – they deploy Taysom Hill in a very unique and and creative way. I could see 
Kyle getting Trey involved in some role in that way, uh, maybe a little more wildcat, you know, run pass option heavy. Um, and you got to hope. And I still think that Brock is the dude. I, I really do. I still think he's the guy. I think that we saw enough from him. And I think fully healthy and with a full off season to really learn that playbook. Like, I think, I think he's going to get better. I do. And, and, you know, with the, with the right training around him, he could add a few ticks on the velocity, you know what I mean? And he could end up developing even further, you know, and he, he obviously has shown his elusiveness and I just hope the kid gets a chance. You know, I really feel bad for him. Like as a Niner fan, I just feel bad for the kid. I mean, he, he was like looking at his career, you know, and now he's looking at not, you know? And so it's, it's, it's a tough break, man. It was a tough break, dude. I wouldn't be surprised to see Trey Lance as a starter next season, um, regardless of Purdy's health. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that happens. But we'll we'll see. And I definitely don't want to get bogged down talking Niners backup quarterback situations in January about next year. Okay, this year ended tragically, but it was still uh, it was a fun season. So. Listen, I'll take it. Um, if you guys want to talk AFC championship game, feel free. I watched uh, 0.0 seconds of it. Um, the football season, the entire NFL season ended, as far as I'm concerned, as soon as Josh Johnson fumbled that football. Um, and so I'm detached. The only part of football I really care about is dodgeball this weekend and I want to see the Super Bowl halftime show see Rihanna absolutely tear it up other than that um I'm not I'm not even going to do a Super Bowl party I'm going golfing giant hack for my friends out there who enjoy golfing if you don't give a fuck about who's playing in the Super Bowl Go golfing that day. The munis are fucking empty. It's a ghost town. You could play 36 rounds. Okay. I'm not are you 36 holes. I'm not lying. 36 like, I, rounds. 36 rounds would be impossible. 36 holes in a day. No problem. No one is out there. So I'm just trying to look out for the homies out there who don't care about the Eagles, don't care about the Chiefs, don't have six Super Bowl plans. Go golfing. You're welcome. Yeah, private country club day. I'm telling you, bro. There's no one out there. It's amazing. You, you probably won't even have to pay. They'll probably just look at you and go, "Wow, you're not yeah. American. Get out there." Yeah, You're go go ahead, bud. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what yeah. You, what did go you ahead. think of the AFC game? I thought. I mean, again, we. I mean, we talked about the refs being poor in in the NFC Championship game. I thought they were equally, if not worse in the AFC championship game, but it still was a great game. I mean, the storylines, obviously Burrowhead and Joe Burrow and, and that Cincinnati, you know, defense talking all they did on, on the socials this, this, or this last week. Um, but Patrick Mahomes, man, like we, I mean, we saw Brady greatness for so long, but it wasn't in this flash, right? Like one of our friends, you know, Aaron, uh, Max Jarreau knows who he is you know, said that it's, it's like watching Steph Curry. And it is in the sense that like on any given snap, this dude can buy time, can run the ball, can throw the ball, can do everything on that football field. I wouldn't be surprised to see him kick a 30 yard field goal. Like this dude on an ankle that everyone thought there's no way. I mean, the lines were moving left and right before this game. He didn't, I mean, you saw him limping towards the end of the game, but Patrick Mahomes is something like we've never seen before. It's it's pretty crazy that we're that we're watching it. It's just kind of it's almost like a LeBron factor where you're just like it's it's he does it all the time where it's just like this this is normal, and it yeah. I, I, for that casual football fan this is not normal. No, not at all. And and I'll say this: Tom Brady is you know his own legend, and yeah, when it comes to winning Super Bowls. I 100% like he's the goat. I get that. But on the 33 years of my time on this planet and probably the 25, I can remember watching football. Patrick Mahomes is the best player I've ever seen. And he does things that I've never seen. 
and he has that not only the physical ability the the playmaking the off script all of that doing things like you say with like Steph Curry changing the game changing the way that we think about the quarterback position all of that he also has that component where he makes other teams minds melt at the end of the game and that's what Brady did the best was he had the other team start to doubt themselves and they would go into that creep mode and they would realize that they're looking over at one, two, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing with Mahomes is these teams in the fourth quarter, they know the history with this guy. They know what he's done. And that starts to creep in when he hits Kelsey for 26. Now he hits Juju across the middle for 16 scrambles for eight. Like all of a sudden it's happening again. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening to us now. And by the time you're thinking that, they're on the six yard line and Kelsey's doing a run turnaround hitch and boom. You know what I mean? It's like it was the same thing with Brady. It was like you knew it was going to be 16, 12, 6, 19, 12. Boom. We're in range. If we're down or if we're close, Vinatieri. If not, we're winning the game. And like it was just you knew. And that's going to be the interesting part in this Super Bowl is, you know, can that Philly defense look? They're talented enough to stop him. 100% mentally are they going to get to that point where it's a close game in the fourth quarter and can they hold their medal can they hold their steel and and we'll see it's going to be a hell of a dogfight in that last game they got some help I mean that's your yeah. you're at home you know he's Pat Mahomes he's got the street cred he gets that last minute uh personal foul I feel for that kid I'm really happy that his veteran locker mate next to him stood in on that interview um and stood up for him you know and uh but yeah i mean what can you say man and that's the thing the mahomes effect isn't just on the other team he's he affects the referees yeah going back to something you said ab um i agree that patrick mahomes is one of the best football players i've ever seen i would say he's the best quarterback i've ever seen just as far as raw ability and mental ability and all that the best football player we've ever seen is jerry rice man come on God, he scored 23 touchdowns in 12 games. <laughs> that guy was insane, bro. I'll throw, I'll throw another name out there as far as like just pure talent. There's so many that you can talk about, but on the offensive side of the ball is Barry Sanders and what yeah. he would and what he could have done with a whole career. Um, I've, I've never seen a man miss tackles like that or make people. Miss. I mean, he was like at those three skilled positions to me, those are the top those are the top three. So if you go position by position, like as far as physical talent and, and just talent, you know, Mahomes, Jerry, and then I would say Barry Sanders. I do miss um, the running back, like the dominant running back, right? Like Christian McCaffrey, close. That run he had was incredible. Um, Marshawn remember Lynch. Like, remember like Ladanian in his day or Priest Holmes? Like those yeah. were the We just don't Davis. have that anymore. We don't have it. We yeah. just don't have it. Derrick Henry, dude, did you guys see that interview on Bussin' with Derrick Henry where he goes, he goes, yeah, people ask me all the time the difference between the NFL and college, and he just looks at the camera and goes, bruh, like, it's not even the same game. Like, yeah. it's not even the same game. You yeah, know I what I mean? That. He said, he's like, the SEC, like, gave, gave me, like, the most preparation, but it right. wasn't even close well, to the speed yeah. and the physicality that the NFL is. Wasn't even close. But, yeah, and, and Der I mean, Derrick Henry might be the last guy that is of that ilk, you know, 28 carries a game, 28 to 32 carries a game, and just an absolute animal. Um, what they do out there is so insane, bro. When Trent yeah. Williams pulled, what's his name down? I don't even remember who it was. When he, when he ripped him down. 120 pounds. <laughs> I'm serious. Go look him up. I think it looked like, like it looked like he was taking a bed sheet yeah. off the clothesline. <laughs> like he just the guy was 6'2, 6'3, 220 pounds. And he like you realize, like, holy shit, like that human being right there is totally different. And, the, and there's only another there's only maybe one or two other guys in the league that are like him. Yeah. And when he did that, it was like, dude, you just ragdolled a professional football player. Like he was in kindergarten, like I was. That was so, incredible. Yeah. He, I mean, it's eerily similar to uh, when he was in Washington, that Punch playoff him. game that they lost to RG three, and he walked up to to Richard Sherman, and Richard Sherman was like, "Do it, yeah, do it," and he just socked him right in the face. <laughs> yeah, he's getting older, man. I mean, that's gonna okay. That's another thing that I wanted to bring up is our O line. 
Um, that's good. That would be, I want to see, you know, John Lynch. Yes. Skill position. Great. Defense has always been able to find talent. No doubt. We finally get a secondary. That's the healthy thing. Maybe all this karma that we're accruing good karma by paying off this bad karma. Jason Verrett will stay healthy for a whole year next year. And we get even another guy back. Right. I know. Yeah. Right. I feel bad. I've been trying to get healthy for four years, man. But the offensive line needs help. We had a guy come on in off the streets in Burford, basically. Banks is a second round pick, I believe. He's okay. Yeah, Burford was a fourth round pick. Fourth round pick, right? McGlinchey's. He's. You got to get McGlinchey out of there. He's old and he's slow and he's getting pushed around. Trent. Trent could play another four years just with his size and ability alone. I think he 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 will be back. Um. And then, you know, it's just we got to figure something out as far as our right tackle goes. We need a guard, like another guard. We even need a center. Center. Like, you know, and so that's going to be a big part of what we do in the offseason. I think that's we 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 saw what a dominant defensive line did did to that line. In, in the Eagles game, they they were out of it. How do you have any? How do you? How can you get up when you're behind you? You've got fucking Josh Johnson, dude. I mean, I just I like <laughs> like how do you get up for that? You know it's over. I'm sorry, these guys are human beings. That no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not laughing at. That. I'm just laughing at like how I just saw you slowly slip back into like your grief of this loss. You know, you were yeah. doing yeah. doing the X's and O's, doing it beautifully, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was just like snap, and you were back in that that loss grief. Yeah, I'm still there. I'm still there. No, I mean, understandable. I, 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 like, I just wanted a fair fight. And right. as a football, I, I think as everyone football, wanted that. Yeah, right. And as a football purist, I, I feel like I got robbed of a, yeah. a potentially epic football game and and then add on top of that like i would have been bummed if that was another uh, divisional championship game outcome let alone it's my team it's happening to it makes it absolutely gut-wrenching to watch it's it's fucking horrible man did you guys see uh did you guys see the video of the eagle fans hazing joey bosa no i don't i like jerome said like once like it was over like i didn't i haven't listened to sports radio i haven't logged on twitter like i'm 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 grieving right now yeah, like you know this. Yeah, Joey Bosa was wearing Niner gear, obviously supporting Nick, but the Eagle fans just let him have it, like screaming, like, "How come you're not playing today? How come you're not playing?" And he was just—it was a really bad look by Joey. He he like chirped back and said that he was rich and they were broke, and like it just—it was a yeah. really bad look for Joey. He said, "I caught a jet out here. I'm I'm fucking rich. You're a broke, bitch." I'm like, man, Joey Bosa. Come on, man. You look like such a douchebag. I honestly blame the entire loss on him. That was perfect karma. We should have lost after that. Get Joey Bosa out of here. I cannot fucking stand that guy. Uh, anyway, yeah, I feel like that's 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 what ruined the season for us was Joey Bosa. <laughs> Putting on a Niner jersey in support. Yeah, there's been questionable stuff with him in the past. I mean, even in, the, in his playoff game, like there's questions about what did he really say to that black referee to get him that angry? You know, like I know that's like you're saying partially contra, like, but you could go back and purely read, speculation. Yeah, it's purely speculation. Let's just put that out there. But but yeah, totally. He's a tool bag. Nick is an interesting one though. He's a totally he's a totally different character. Nick sounds like he was at Jero's bong shop all day. Yeah, <laughs> he made it looks, like, it looks like he's one of those weird. He's one of those weird. Uh, buys one thing a day, but hangs out for hours at clouds. You know, he's just like talking about the new cool pieces that come in, trying to get into glass blowing himself, but not really. Is Nick still dating that uh, racist chick? Does anyone know? That I have all I that have controversy no. a couple of years ago. I have no clue. That's what. That's what it was. Yeah, she. could Go check her Twitter, bro. She's saying some wild shit, man. He, he's not. He's not because he talked about he talked about like the the lifestyle that he decided to start living, which was basically like a hermetic lifestyle. Like so no hose. No, no, no hose lifestyle. No hose lifestyle. So he <laughs> that's like, wild. What a yeah. what a concept. The guy's an animal. He's all I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop my seed for nine months and I'm gonna murder people on the football field, you know, and just like eat like you know, probably liver king diet or whatever. <laughs> Speaking of frauds, <laughs> <laughs> this is not financial advice. This is the liver king, man. Gosh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh Tom Brady retired today. We barely touched on it. I think yeah. we should at least um, 
at least mention it. We've talked football for a long time on the show tonight without getting into that. So Tom Brady retires. What, um, one, well, I don't, do you all believe he's actually retiring? I, I do to a certain extent. I, I think the only team he comes back for and maybe even into the season is the 49ers. But other than that, I don't see a team going to a team that has any sort of relevancy that, that he wants to throw one last hurrah at. Um, and obviously coming out on social media and doing it like he's already done it last year. And he kind of clapped back at, at Schefter or whoever posted yeah. that he was retiring and, yeah. and had that kind of whole drama and debacle for him to come out this week and, and do it himself on IG live and, you know, tear up and do those kind of things. I thought it was, I mean, it, it was hard to watch the video just because his face is so it's ever changing, oh, man. It's, he is such Joe. a, he went from, he went from like Joe Burrow, very attractive man to like, what are you doing? Like he is going through. He a, looks like a skinwalker, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that would explain so fucking much, dude. I don't. I think we've made this thing way more complicated. How can this guy, the sixth round, become the greatest of all time? And I think it's so fucking clear because he's a skinwalker. <laughs> That's why he sucks the soul out of his children by kissing them on the mouth because he's a fucking <laughs> skinwalker. It's yeah. so obvious. It's been right in front of us this entire time. Oh my god. Yeah. I I don't even know with him anymore. He's a cyborg. I, like he's 46 years old and he's playing in the NFL. That that's just wild. And he was expected yeah. to be one like they were expected to be one of the better teams this year, which just shows you that like people still believe in him and uh, he had the most completions in a single season ever. Yeah, he's still last year. For this he's still season for like four thousand yards. Like, yeah, yeah, bro, it's yeah. unreal. I'll say, uh, as far as Tom Brady, my uh, my favorite memory has got to be that season when he had Randy Moss. That first game against the Jets, and you're like, "What's this going to be?" Because if y'all remember, Randy was the best we've ever seen. As far as just physical gifts at that position, his rookie season was unlike anything we've ever seen. Um, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, cool. They did some crazy stuff, but it wasn't the same, dog. It wasn't the fucking same, right? And then Randy goes to Oakland. Uh, I think he had 1,000 yards receiving his first year, and then the next year, Kerry uh, Collins didn't want to throw deep, and Randy was just running go routes. That's all he was doing. You could tell he became disinterested and he got traded for fourth round pick because he was devalued that much. And that first game when Tom Brady, Randy Moss, they go, I think it was in New York against the Jets, if I remember Darrell correctly. Revis. And they just like, it was just go time. There's one, the, I think it was the second or third play of the game, if I'm remembering correctly. Randy Moss runs past three people and it's just a 50 yard bomb right there and it's like oh shit what's this gonna be <laughs> right because we never we never saw tom brady with weapons the best um the best wide receiver that he had before that was what Dion branch right and that's no shade to Dion branch or any of those dudes he just didn't have that well, type of talent welker welker was legit Walker was good, yeah, sure, but he wasn't, you know, a game. Yeah, no, right. no, no. I, I remember, I remember Randy Moss that season. He would, he would be four, or five yards from meeting the defensive back and still just be sprinting down the field and put his hand up, like he knew, yeah, like throw me the ball. I'm, I'm already past this guy. The like, one he got, the one-handed catch against Darrell Revis just because he could in the end zone. <laughs> I mean, it was stupid in that whole entire season. It, I believe that's the season they went undefeated. undefeated. Um, and Tom Brady threw for 50 touchdowns. And the crazy thing was before that, Tom Brady was, his, his game kept evolving, right? Like before that, he was strictly a game manager, right? Um, dicking and dunking all over the field. And then all of a sudden he could throw the long ball when he got Randy Moss and it was fucking disgusting. Yeah. That team was absolutely, that was irrational what they were doing to other yes. teams. Like it, it was, I, we hadn't seen anything like that, you know, maybe since the, the, the greatest show on turf with the Rams, like as far as offensive potency goes, but like 
that was different. This was straight up like we're going to hand the ball off, you know, six times and then boom, shot. And it was just like everything. Yeah. And they had Gronkowski and it was just that that offense was insane. You saw Tom take it to another level for sure. I think for me, it's like I know it's so cliche, but I go I just I, it was one of those memories is like even as a younger person that I just remember vividly in the controversy around the the forward pass and against the Raiders in the snow and like. I just, just, it was just so controversial. And just, I just remember being so enamored with like the whole setting. And it was just like so, like, it was, it was still in that era of like defensive football, hard, yeah. nose, like not a ton of like, you know, this modern game that we see now. Um, and it was just, I just remember just being like, who is this guy and why does he feel different? And like, you know, and, and, and they went on to win the game and it was just, yeah. And it just, I, and Vinatieri like has always had a soft spot in my heart as a kicker. I don't know why just, he was, you know, it was like, yeah, you just knew they were going to do it. And he, you knew Tom was going to lead him down the field. And I think that's what I'll remember the most is I've never been so sure about a guy, no matter what he was down, no matter what time was left yeah. in the game that he more than likely would, would come out on top. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, it's just crazy to think like, we're going to start a season next year and he won't be playing. He'll be, he'll be in media though. I mean, Fox is paying him 37 and a half million a year. So yeah. we're, we'll see plenty of his, his weird skinwalking mug. I saw, <laughs> I saw a picture on Twitter that was like Roethlisberger, Breeze, Brady, Manning, um, uh, Philip Rivers, and maybe one other guy, and it was basically like end of an era. And it is. I mean, it literally is that last group of like early 2000s quarterbacks that yep. like that were still playing the game, you know. And now we're in a whole, we're in some really great hands, guys. I mean, the the talent at the quarterback level, particularly the AFC, is kind of unreal. Yeah, no <laughs> and, doubt. You know, and even in the NFC, we've got some young guys coming up. I'm excited to see what Justin Fields does. Obviously, Jalen Hurts, if he wins a Super Bowl, is going to ascend into that conversation with Burrow and Mahomes. Jo it, when Josh Allen is arguably the fourth or fifth best quarterback in the league, you got a good thing going on. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. For I, sure. I would I would want to say we're kind of starting to see like the beginning of Burrow Mahomes as kind of that Brady Manning. Sure kind of battle but at the same time you're like i literally just forgot about josh allen where i'm like well maybe you can't say that because josh allen's in there as well now you have you know obviously with with jalen hurts i don't think he's even if he wins a super bowl i don't think he's still in in that conversation for me um i i think you no, know i he, agree because you still got lamar jackson you still have right. um trevor lawrence is trevor on the up lawrence yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert, Herbert, Justin yeah. Herbert, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, there's some there's some ballers in the ballers. league right now. Just uh, none of them happen to play for the 49ers, so yeah. that's yeah. that's kind of tough. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Drew. Would you take any other quarterback in the NFC West over next year over what we have going in? So you could take any quarterback on from the other three NFC West. So what teams. is that? That's Stafford. That Kyler Murray and Kyler yeah. Murray. Now, I think I like what we have. I we don't know what we have in Trey Lance yet, so that's a big, big unknown, right? We're now three years in, and we still we've seen him start. I think three games, and he played two and five a half of those. Two thousand nineteen has it been five that he started, not that played. He started. It. Okay, and yeah, we have no idea. I mean, you know, so yeah, I, mean, I like I like the Purdy Lance situation that we yeah. got, and I wouldn't. I, I I would prefer to go in with those guys where there is some mystery. Where Stafford, we've he's obviously on the decline. We know what he's capable of. Geno Smith, great season, really solid season. Um, but again, like fairly, you know what his limitations are. Um, and Kyler is you know street clothes, right? Like <laughs> clipboard Kyler, right? He's never in the game. I agree with you. I agree with you. And it and to, to I mean maybe I'm being selective here and I'm sure but I did watch that Bears game that Trey started and like he was making some good throws. He was seemed like he was there like it wasn't like he was so out of place. Like I know yeah, people, yeah. you know, a lot of people are reactionary with Trey Lance where they hear his name, "Oh, he's fucking garbage. He can't do anything." Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you know, we haven't seen him, you know, yeah. de developed. He hasn't he hasn't had time. 
whatever. I will say from an athletic standpoint, from a physical standpoint, there's some things I, you know, you can't deny. Boy, like, got yeah. cannon, bro. Well, and, and, and look at even look yeah. at the the Houston Texans game. You know, he kind of was a little flat in that first half, and they were down, and he came back and had a solid, legit second half and won him that game. And like those are the flashes that you see. It's almost kind of like a, a James Wiseman type of feel with the Warriors, where you're like, this is a this is a huge pick. We we kind of didn't. I mean, the Warriors didn't trade a bunch of capital for it, but you would expect something in a top five, top three pick to be you know game ready right and we're seeing with both these guys where it's like is it there is it not you see flashes of it so yeah I, i'm i'm interested to see what trey lance does i but i'm kind of on on aaron's tip where I, I think purdy if he's healthy if he's ready to go by by week one i i think he's your starter that i think that's a giant stretch saying it's similar to wiseman um i'm just saying in the sense of of a, a high high draft pick high you know expectation of this player obviously not playing up to their caliber obviously it's it's hard to compare down to a t because of the injury to trey lance but i think for him to you know keep for for the 49ers to keep jimmy around for him to not ball out you know so to speak air quotes in those first few games before he got injured is somewhat of a sample size in comparison to 82 games you know in in an nba I season where I see the stark contrast, though, is I feel with Trey Lance, there's way more mystery. With Wiseman, he's never going to be great on this squad. It's just not – I'm not saying he can't be great, but in this system where you have to read and react constantly, you have to be really, really um, – I don't want to say just smart because I'm not saying James Wiseman isn't smart, but you really have to understand all the concepts – both on offense and defense, and there's not a lot of room to grow, right? We know that he's probably, if he ever becomes an all-star or, you know, whatever, whatever his potential is, is we're probably not going to see it as a warrior. Where Trey Lance, we have no fucking idea. He could be a stud and he could be a bust. We, But we have five games for a young dude that's that's really no sample size you know what i mean so that's that's where i'm saying the main difference is but listen we've we bemoaned the niners season and we've grieved this niners season for far too long john let's give you a little shine we've given you shit about the broncos um well pretty much as long as i've known you and i'm sure it goes the same for ab uh and certainly since the inception of this show so why don't you go ahead? Um, you could talk about Sean Payton and your little hope you have for the future. Uh, I'm sure it'll be real cute. So the floor is yours, bud. That was so backhanded. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I look. I'm I'm excited when when Hackett was that. Excuse me, Nathaniel Hackett. That instantly did not ruffle my feathers whatsoever. Like it was it was one of those that are tickle my fancy. What's the I don't know. Anyway, tickle your pickle. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, that was not a hire that I was really excited about. Um, obviously, it showed in that game. I, it, it's 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 hard to put everything on Russ Wilson. Um, obviously, he did not play up to the caliber that we know that he is capable of playing in his career. But I think Sean Payton, the way he runs his offenses, the the team that he's bringing with him, hopefully, either we we retain um, Evro. Or or take Vic Fangio, um, you know. I, I think that this team is really set up. That defense is a top five defense, um, returning pretty much everyone um, next year. So I, I have high hopes. Obviously, it's really dependent on on Russell Wilson and and that quarterback play. But I think Sean Payton, like Drew Brees, uh, in that Saints offense, he unlocks you know Russ Wilson of of old. So. I again it's it's January or it's February now. Um we have a long way off before we really start to see that offense and and obviously we have some injuries from last year. Um Javante Williams being one, you know that that ACL MCL uh knee injury so to see how he bounces back. We don't have Melvin Gordon on the roster which is a huge plus. Uh we know we're not going to fumble on the 2-yard line, get it get the uh, ball back and then fumble it again and give it up. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited about Sean Payton. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's been out of the game for a while, so he's got that eagerness and that itch. He's seen offenses 
like Andy Reid and all that kind of stuff, you know, how they're running schemes. Uh, I'm I'm excited, man. Let's ride. I'll say this. I'll say it's the best possible thing, best possible hire they could make, in my opinion. I mean, maybe outside of D'Amico Ryan's, if you're trying to get younger and more progressive, but I think that that whole entire franchise needs a figurehead like Sean Payton that yeah. can kind of shoulder some of that PR burden, shoulder some of that spotlight, let Russ, you know, do his thing. I'm a little interested to see how the, uh, I mean, how the personalities obviously talked to Russ before he took the job and all that. So, but I'm interested to see when shit's not going well and Peyton's on that sideline and Russ is over there, you know, doing high knees in the blue tent, you know, like it, it, you know, I'm interested to see how, how that goes. And like I said in the text and like Drew alluded to have a nice seven and 10 season. It's cute for the fan base. The memes are going to be fire, which I'm oh, really looking forward to. Kevin James mall cop meme. Like, <laughs> you know, like he had, they the, are pretty he had good. a about him with Kevin James. It's just, I mean. I don't, I don't know what it is about that franchise that makes them so memeable. I mean, it's Russell Wilson, but I just yeah. feel like the Broncos are, and John Elway's horse face. I think they're just so memeable at all times. And I, don't, it's just great to be. So, I saw, I saw one that was, uh, there was ET and it was like the kid on the bike with ET in the basket. And it was Russell Wilson's face as he on ET and Sean Payton <laughs> riding the, riding the bike. I mean, do you, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> you're in the, you're in a division with Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, the chargers weren't and anything Stidham, bro. This year. <laughs> and Stidham. Oh yeah. I can't forget about Stidham. <laughs> I, I did want to say this. Um, a lot of Raiders people hopping up in my mentions lately. Um, and I just want just shout out to y'all. The audacity when y'all haven't been relevant in so many years. You haven't played a home game in two years. Like the audacity. The oh, audacity. They don't even. Oh, my God. Uh, I had two Cowboys people, um, two Cowboys fans message me after the Niners loss as well like what are you doing <laughs> what <laughs> like, <laughs> how far back in history do we have to go a week bro we just beat y'all it's time for them to shut the fuck up um but yeah Eagles fans gone you can have this one uh who are you guys rooting for in the Super Bowl by the way I know I wanted to talk some hoops but I know you have a heart out here shortly John and I got I something that has been bugging me about the NBA season so bad but I need I need some space to lay out and 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 talk about it so we'll just we'll stay with football for this pod but what are who are you guys rooting for what are you rooting for in the Super Bowl uh yes uh, oh go ahead Aaron yeah, yeah for me I, I mean Again, at this point, I'm kind of just uh, <laughs> checked out. Yeah. You're done. I get it. I get I it. Might go play, I might go play golf. Not but... telling you, bro. It's the move. <laughs> I mean, I, I great I, day to gamble, though. I think. I think I'd. Ah, shit, I don't know. I think I'd like to see Pat Mahomes, but I am. I, I I hate everything about that Eagles team from that win and all their chirping and everything. The one guy that is an absolute killer, gangster, professional hitman assassin mentality that i want my child to aspire to be is jalen hurts that motherfucker is a leader he is a badass dude he is that look in his eye he never flinches it nothing phases him like his story i i really like the dude like yeah. I, I i i he's easy to root for and so you know i want to see high level quarterbacking play with uh, some big defensive plays Let's get some offense going. Fuck it. 36-33. I can't pick a winner, but that'll be the score. All right. I like it. What about you, I, John? I, yeah, again, I I'm I'm kind of Rob Lowe with the NFL hat on right now, where it's like I just I just want to see a really good game. Um to Aaron's point, I really hope I just want to make sure play. everyone has fun. <laughs> yeah. I just hope no one gets hurt and everyone has fun. Uh, but but shout out to our our boy Brando. Um he was in the survivor pool for for the NFL this year. Um, where the winner uh, it has $100,000 uh, at stake to win. He is one of three left. Um, he had the Eagles beating the Niners, so that moves him on, but he needed Cincinnati to win the Super Bowl for him or to advance to the Super Bowl. Um, so, And he would have essentially won that 100000 100, But now because uh, 
Kansas City has won. If Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, it's a three-way split for thirty grand. Um, so I'm I'm pulling Damn. for I'm pulling for the Chiefs to win because I'd I'd like to see the homie uh, come up on on some bets. That's dope. Yeah, thirty. Fuck yeah, go Chiefs, man. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see him come up. I don't even know him. Shout out Brando. <laughs> Make that yeah. bread. Yeah, shout out Brando. Also, our other boy Tyson. He, you know, he won the the same pool like four years ago and won like forty k. So we've had a and and this is like anywhere from fifty to a hundred uh, hundred people or uh, five hundred to a thousand people in this pool. And uh, and two of our close, you know, two people within our friend group uh, on opposite sides though. But yeah, have taken it down, which is pretty rad. We'll get you, we'll get you in it next year, Drew. Yeah. It's a great thing. It, it, it's super fun. Yeah, I'm in. Moralizing and absolutely crushing because you you get to daydream all week thinking well, what you would do with the money, and then it's like, well, this year, uh, this year with all my high hopes of the Broncos, I picked uh, I picked the Broncos Monday Night Football against Seahawks, and I was out of the pool week one. <laughs> so. Similar story. Me and my boy, we we've been doing it for a few years, and we're like, all right, this year we're gonna get six picks that are hundred dollars a pick, and we'll you know, blah, blah, blah. And we'll, we'll, you know, let's just get to halfway of the season with like 40, you know, 70% of our picks left first week. We go one in, we go one in five. We lose five picks. We're down to one pick for the rest of the year. And we're hanging on to dear life to like week nine, agonizing over every single pick, you know? And then finally, like, I think we picked like, you know, I think it was the Patriots against the bears and the bears beat the Patriots, you know? And you're just like, how, how did that even happen? Like, you know, uh, but it's so good. So for next week, Jarrell, yeah, we'll we'll get into some some NBA hoops yeah. um and start kind of transitioning for that. Obviously, we have the Super Bowl, not this weekend, but next weekend. Yep. So before a little teaser for next episode, um, and give you guys a little bit of homework. I'll throw this in the rundown um after this, but try to get five Super Bowl props. Yeah, 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 wager, for sure. Um this year. And they could be anything from the coin toss to uh halftime show stuff or you know, real Jalen Hurts passing yards, whatever you want. Um, but let's get five props uh, moving forward. For Oh, and I got a lock of the week. It's coming back, baby. Oh. And yeah, it has to deal with Rihanna. And let you me were tell like, you. You were like one in five on your lock of the weeks this week, this year. I was not. I was, I was slightly below 50%. <laughs> Two and six. No, 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 no. Not even close. I've, I started off hot and then it, and then I got cocky. <laughs> and then things started to fall off. I'm at eighty percent in my mind, and that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There 80% we go. Eighty percent in your mind, sixty-two on paper. Hey, it's ten percent better than a pro. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Y'all got anything to say to the people before we get out of here? Yeah, if the NBA doesn't care about the regular season. Why should I, dude? Oh God, do I? I have such a. I have such a rant I want to go on right now. I'm going to say that's it. why I wanted to just give a little tease for next week. Oh, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to save it. Yeah, I'll save it for next week. All right. It's been real, y'all. Game over, man. It's game over.